Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is the Mike Tomlin Game Day Podcast with Steelers Digest editor Bob Labriola. Okay, Coach, what's an offensive identity, and is it actually any different than an offense being predictable? You know, identity is about the high-volume things, um, the places you hang your hat, your base core runs, the corresponding play-action passes, the things that you do routinely in situational circumstance. Uh, So it's always high-volume things. Usually it's centered around critical players and their talents and and doing things that highlight those skill sets. that's what you mean when you talk about identity, whether it's offensive identity. Same thing applies to, to defense or defensive identity. We're a 3-4 team. We value our outside linebacker play. Um, our core blitz is both outside linebackers. It has been going back to Kevin Green and Greg Lloyd. So having an offensive identity, I mean, is, is, that, is it a good thing to have one? Is it a necessary thing to have one? How does that work? Obviously, there's some, some positive components to it. Um, you got good players. Um, the things that they do routinely, the more you do it, the more you understand it, um, the more consistent it becomes. Forget the splash plays. I'm talking about the floor. You eliminate negativity, the consistency of it. There's also advantages of discovering your identity, whether it's new players or new staffing, you're less predictable. Um, You're more of an open book in terms of the things uh, that people have to to minimize down in and down out. So obviously there's some positive advantages of having an identity. There's also some probably some unseen advantages for for being in development in that area. One of the issues in the game against the Browns was their ability to convert third downs, particularly in the second half. And you described those situations as third and manageable. Uh, what does a defense have to do to prevent the opposing offense from consistently being in third and manageable? Obviously, you got to win first and second down. And specifically, I think for us, um, an area that we've been focusing on is second and seven plus or, or quote unquote second and long. Um, too many times in those instances, they got back to very third and manageable. And when you got people behind the chains, you got to work hard to keep them behind the chains. Oftentimes, first down and 10 gets a lot of attention. Third down obviously gets a lot of attention. Oftentimes your placement on those third downs or your positioning on those third downs uh, depend upon quality of second down play. And so we've placed a lot of emphasis on that down this week in the effort to better position ourselves to win the possession downs. Uh, Once upon a time, the job of a nose tackle was to occupy blockers, eat up space, be difficult to move. 
Well, when you're talking about the Steelers, the guys who did that the best were Casey Hampton and then before him, Joel Steed. Uh, in, in, in modern football, today's football, what's the job of a nose tackle? You know, they have to be more versatile. Um, they have to be more rush capable. Um, there are less opportunities for them to impact the game. And so when they have a skill set outside of what you described, then it, then it adds value to their cause and to ours. And so if you're talking about today's fullback, I mean today's nose guard, he has to be um, – he has a have a versatile skill set to make himself more useful because it's just less opportunities. But the same thing could be said for today's offensive fullback. You know, 20 years ago, man, they, they had a certain job description and we all knew what it was. Well, today's offensive fullback has to be a core special teams player and capable tackler and things of that nature because there's less opportunities for them to impact the game. And so whether you're talking about a nose guard or you're talking about a fullback, I think it's really a very similar discussion in terms of uh, how today's game is evolving and their roles, their day job roles are being diminished and they have to have additional skill sets to add value to their cause and to the team's cause. Okay, back in the day, uh, a space-eating nose tackle. How did that guy doing that make it difficult to run the ball? You know, everybody had a fullback. They ran the ball, you know, 35 to 45 times a game, and so that guy had opportunities too. It's not that what is going on is different. It's just the volume or the lack of volume uh, in those circumstances. Uh, Two-back runs. Um, when I came into this league, you you were probably getting 20 to 25 of them a weekend. Um, in today's game, you're getting less than five. Um, a lot of teams, like the team we're playing this week, doesn't even have a fullback on the roster. And so um, therein lies the nose guard's ability to affect the game in terms of the traditional things that you talk about when you talk about the position. That's why they got to have other skill sets and be, be viable in other components of the game. Uh, Akello Weatherspoon was ruled out of today's game. Uh, one of the guys in the mix to fill in for him is Levi Wallace. Uh, what attracted you to him during the under, unrestricted free agent period this past offseason? The same things that attracted him to me in, in, in the draft. Um, that's how we play free agency. We're a team that builds our, our organization primarily through the draft. We do the research there, um, whether it's you know, measuring their tangible qualities or their intangible qualities. He had a lot of things that was really attractive to him when he came out of Bama. Obviously, we were down there looking at the likes of Minka and others, and so highly familiar with him. And so really it's kind of a short meeting and discussion when he hits free agency. We've played Buffalo quite a bit since he's been up there. We've been able to track and follow his growth and development. Um, really a really a very quick discussion and and study because of the background that we laid in draft prep. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. But what did you like about him even back then during the draft prep? Great above the net game, great communicator, got really good intangible qualities, good at the ball, he's long. Um, think about it, he walked on at Alabama. I mean, you know how tough it is for a walk-on in an environment like that? That guy was a walk-on that became a starter and played in front of five-star recruits at Alabama. It just doesn't happen. I can't think of another 
Bama walk-on, man, that ascended like that. Now, he's not your normal walk-on. Obviously, he's playing in the National Football League. But, man, you're talking about some tough waters to navigate, being a walk-on in a program like that, stepping into a camp situation where you probably got 125 guys out there. You're probably on the fourth practice field. You're probably so far away from significant reps that you got to have a tremendous mental mindset to kind of push through those things. And I think those are the things that made him attractive, not only to us, um, but 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 everybody that did their homework. The team is one and two. Uh, why do you think this group has not resorted to finger pointing or that passive aggressive style of criticizing their teammates and maybe even the coaches? You know, um, I hadn't spent a whole lot of time um, worrying about that component. I don't coach from that perspective. I talk about the things that we should do, the approaches we should take. Um, you can stand in front of a group and say, "Don't do this, don't do that." And, and, and talk in that spirit, I tend to instruct and teach um, and talk about the best ways to handle adversity individually and collectively. I point out quality examples of what we value. Um, I ask guys that have been here to live it out and show the new guys um, what it is we mean because it's less about what we say and more about what we do or how we conduct ourselves. And so I know that new players, young players, they're watching guys like me, they're watching guys – like Cam Hayward and guys that's been around here. And so it's important that we not only say the right things and provide the right perspective, and sometimes that's just talking in a certain way, talking about what to do as opposed to what not to do. And so that's something that I do so intentionally, but also um, in the spirit in which we move that, that we have to live out the things that come out of our mouths. And so, um, you know, we don't spend a lot of time worrying and talking about that. Uh, we spend our time and energy focusing on doing the job, and the job is winning. Um, but we understand that the approach to the job is important, and certain professionalism things from a culture standpoint we value, and we got to educate the new guys, and we don't run away from that either. So, but the fact that these new guys are willing to be educated, I mean, that must say something good about them, right? I don't know that we give them a choice. <laughs> <laughs> we got some quality leaders, man, guys like Cam. Uh, they they lead with a with a strong hand at times and appropriately so. Um, a lot of these new guys are young guys, and so you know we're not necessarily here to provide options. We're we're here to instruct, to teach, and it's their job to learn and to learn quickly. Um, and we're we're really transparent about that. Uh, once after a game, and it was a win, by the way, Chuck Knoll was asked why he had made an in-game personnel change along the defensive line. Knoll's answer was because he was being blocked. How does a, how does a defensive player prevent from being blocked? I love that, by the way. I just <laughs> I love the coach Noel Nuggets. Um, it, it's you know my high school coach says every man get a man, every get every good man get two, and what he meant by that was if one guy's blocking, you shed that block and make a tackle in your required space. Uh, quality defenders can't be blocked by one man, and if you're blocked by two, then that. You know, you hold your ground and you understand there's some quality things going on around you. I just think there's certain components to this game that are really simple, and oftentimes we overcomplicate them, and I try not to. I remember the lessons of guys like Coach Noel and the man that coached me in high school, Coach Quillen, um, because they resonate. They're timeless. Um, if you're being blocked by one guy, you come off that block and you make appropriate tackles, and that is football. If you're blocked by one guy, um, you're not going to be on the field long or you're not going to be a good defense, and that's just football. And not only at the National Football League level, but at any level. So not being blocked, is that a physical thing that you 
uh, that the guy has to do, or is it more of a mindset? I will not be blocked. Both. Um, it, it, It obviously physical talent is a component of it. The ability to create space and separation on contact to get people off you, to have strong hands, to shed blocks, to have vision and awareness in terms of ball location and things of that nature. But it's just also some intangible quality. It's a spirit. Um, it's a mindset. Um, and you know it when you see it. Uh, when you were asked earlier in the week about the offense utilizing all areas of the field, you said, I like to think that we are from an intention standpoint, but it doesn't always play out that way for a myriad of reasons. What are some of the myriad of reasons? Some of the things are determined by us. Some of the things are determined by game circumstance. Some, th- some of the things are determined by schematics um, that our opponents employ. Um, if you're looking at too high safety defense or umbrella defense, um, and this defense we play this week have, has a lot of that in passing circumstances, then it's going to be very difficult to throw the ball over top of them, and that's just the reality of it. Um, and so schematics plays a role in it. Circumstances in terms of the things that you value um, play, play a role in it. Um, the key thing is, is that you're continually as an offense, in my opinion, um, making sure that the defense defends the vertical components of the field and the horizontal components of the field and that they respect it. And as long as that's happening, then you can do whatever it is that you choose to do. It's just when the defensive unit is disrespecting the vertical field and playing you in the closet or disrespecting the horizontal field and playing you in the closet that you better do things to make them respect that space, to provide more space for playmaking, for individual one-on-ones and so forth. Oftentimes a back can win versus an unblocked defender in the hole, but it's the second guy that's close by that makes it a non-factor. When you spread people out and create more space and do things that create more space, it highlights some of those individual matchups within a 22-man field, and, and, and that's why it's significant in my opinion. The Jets made Sauce Gardner the fourth overall pick of the 2022 NFL Draft. What qualities does a cornerback need to be picked that high? There's a physical skill set, um, and he has it. He's long. He's fast. He's got good instincts and hand-eye and body control. Um, but there's an intangible quality, too, or a spirit. He has a can-do attitude. Um, when the ball is in the air, he thinks it's his. Um, his natural inclination is to catch it as opposed to knock it down. And usually that's what comes with those top-notch guys, uh, the mentality component along with the physical traits. That's the Mike Tomlin Game Day Podcast. Subscribe and download new episodes every week and check out all of the other shows we have to offer on the Steelers Podcast Network that's available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.